It does not get less psychotic as time goes on. It, that intro is abrasive. Mikey Brown, aggressive. Like, he looked at our, he, he he read our personalities. You know, we've spent a lot of time with him, and he's our good friend. And he he gets us something he, he familiar. Gets us. But we said, like Mikey, the, we want a theme song that might make you feel sick to your tummy, <laughs> but also give you a, a little bit of nostalgia. Yeah. That's what we do. What we talk about is a lot of. Body sickness, tummy stuff on yeah. this show. Yeah, it's well, it's important that somebody does somewhere. Somebody's got to talk about all these tummy ailments. They do, and I think it's us. It's us. Welcome to Homophilia, uh, the world's uh, most pre. Welcome to Homophilia, the world's most pre. Welcome to Homophilia, the world's most pre. Welcome to Homophilia, the world's most pre. The world's most pre. The world's pre. The world's most pre. The world's most pre. My name is Devin Rosenai, and Andy uh, Bot 9000 has shut off. <laughs> we are off the to rails. Activate. <laughs> to activate one, Andy minute, one minute and 21 seconds into this episode, <laughs> we are off the rails. Andy Bot 9000 has deactivated. Uh, that's the Andy Bot uh, 5000. I'm Darren. To activate Andy Bot 9000, <laughs> just give his tummy a little kiss. No. <laughs> no, that doesn't work. Uh-oh. You try this every time we hang out. Guys, just fu- oh, Come on. You're supposed to say yes and, and uh, just because it's a little tummy kiss doesn't mean you can say no. Uh, we go this every time. Do they? And then and then you file a report to Homophilia HR about me trying to get you to kiss or me kiss your tummy. Those, just, those, just, those just go to me. And I file I file an you HR guys, report. I told you a thousand times I'm not actually HR. It was a joke. Okay, but <laughs> I'm under the impression that you are HR. No, I am we now by by default because so I have a stack you, of reports. You, is that who I talk to about my paycheck for this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who am I supposed to talk to about that? And again, who am I supposed to talk to about Devin saying no to kissing my tummy because it's part of the bit and we're supposed to do it and if we don't say yes then how do we get anywhere and because because i just need my tummy kiss at the end of the day andy there's a filing system that requires order okay and rules if no i know that i was trying to get somebody to kiss my tummy because of the uh, because of the bit of the antibody 9000 but literally if somebody doesn't kiss this rash it's not gonna get better i know i want to be clear kissing the rash is not gonna make it better <laughs> I, and i'm concerned about getting I it i disagree uh every time i got a boo-boo when i was little i got a kiss from my mom and it made it better no matter where it was okay and... but you have poison ivy and i'm not going to touch it <laughs> there, there is there's nothing ivy about this poison <laughs> It hurts bad. I've had poison ivy. This is worse. <laughs> I get poison ivy all the time. You do get poison <laughs> ivy all the time. Sometimes I just want poison ivy because it feels good to scratch. This is not poison ivy. I know poison ivy. This is way worse. This is a different poison is <laughs> what you're is, saying. This is, I don't know if it's natural at this what point. What kind of poisons have you been messing around with lately? Yeah, you have to be more specific <laughs> than that. Are you kidding me? For you to for you to even ask me what kinds of poisons I've been around is insulting to my lifestyle. I, I first thought the rash on your stomach was... You know, like I'm more rash than was, stomach. At I this thought point. I thought it was like dermatological. I thought it was skin, but it is coming from the inside it's out. Co- it is, seems to be seeping from inside out. It is. You are poisoned inside. I'm and poisoned it's coming to the inside, surface. Poisoned, uh, not poisoned outside. Poisoned inside. And I don't know. Have I eaten a bunch of stuff that I wasn't supposed to? Yes. Does, does it seem? Does it seem like the the outside of the the nails and coins I've been eating are, are calcifying inside of me and and creating an entire biosystem of hellscape in my tummy? Yeah, it sure does. I don't even know if you could. I don't even know if you could like uh, uh, quantify this as rash. No, and, and you are immune to tetanus shots now because you've gotten so many. The, the doctors are working around the clock to figure out if what I have can make what they call tetanus too. Yeah, <laughs> they have been working to try and make a second tetanus. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and they they are basing. They're basing their research off Tetris too, because everyone knows that that was the far superior the game. Best Tetris. The best Tetris. Because Tetris 1, you would have to play like every six or seven years. <laughs> Tetris 2, you could play once and exactly. forget about it. <laughs> so they're trying to base this off the fact that they played Tetris 2 once and uh-huh. were, were comfortable with it forever and satisfied and never had to revisit it. Hopefully, it's not even red like a normal rash. No. That is, um, it's upsetting. Yeah. I would call it, um, Sienna. 
<laughs> yeah, it's like a uh, burnt orange. It's it's the it's the color crayon I would call poop crayon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that kind of orangey like uh, diarrhea looking. <laughs> I I I have I have trouble being open and honest about um the stuff that I roll around in and the things that I like to touch and grab and kiss the things I like to eat because conventionally speaking, the doctors are always going to get mad at me if I tell yeah. them what I've really been up to. Everyone's mad at you. So, so when they ask me what I've been up to, my usual response is just to say no good. You've been medically <laughs> banned from the dump. <laughs> yes, yes. I, you are a, not medically. Me, you're not allowed back at the big, dump. There's two pictures of me at the dump. One says lifetime ban for for tomfoolery. The other one says lifetime ban for medical medical reasons, reasons. <laughs> because you, the biotoxicity that you can get could, at the dump could <laughs> take out humanity. Yes. Yeah, if if I if I introduce any more toxins into the stew of of awful in my tummy, it, it could. The wet un- markets have nothing <laughs> on Andy at the dump. Yeah, I, there's a very delicate balance in the ecosystem of Andy right now. I'm doing pretty good. The doctors are worried that if I if I welcome any more bacteria or organisms into this it could create uh, a dirty bomb of of biological warfare thing. they usually use like um like the the dog perimeter fence to keep dogs in a perimeter they have put it around the dump so you can't get into the dump yeah. your collar will go nuts <laughs> if you get too close to the dump one time one time <laughs> one time uh i ate too quickly at the at the food court at the mall and I I burped, and the 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 gas that emanated from my my system uh, activated like a twenty seven uh, days later situation at the mall. Yeah. They had to shut the whole thing down. I didn't know. I don't know if you guys know, but um uh the the mall that everybody loves around here. Yeah, the one that everybody. Yeah, goes the one to. that we all go to around the, here. The mall that we all go to. Yeah, hang out at. Yeah. Our local uh, mall that we are has, our uh, mall. It has a it has a metal security breach uh, activated um, uh, thing that shuts down and encloses the mall in cases mm-hmm. in case of a uh, um, food court zombie situation. Yeah, yeah, I had to fight my way out. I would. There was a time in my life where I would have given anything to just have a night at the mall to myself to do whatever I wanted. Uh, yeah, but Can when, you imagine the hijinks. <laughs> there's like 30, 40 people that have been zombified by your belch. Uh, cloud yeah uh it's not a fun place to no be. it's not i had dawn of the dead situation yeah. luckily the dicks in there does sell guns yeah so they could put you down yeah. i had to put down like three or four people that had been zombified by my belch cloud so now i know that i can't have an a and w root beer with cheese curds or no. like something happens to me no. that it could be dangerous you know, like for everyone around me you're a kid and you do a cup at McDonald's and you do all the sodas. You did yeah. that at the mall food court. I did that at the mall. And the dome. But but the, I didn't stop just at the – because there's other liquids at the mall. <laughs> I don't even just mean the sodas. I mean you went to every food court stand at the mall and yeah. got all of everything. Yeah. And then I went to Sears and I put some of the perfumes in there. Yeah. I did – there's all sorts of liquids at the mall. I went to Bed Bath & Beyond and tried some of the Beyond in yeah. there. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, I went to Bath & Body Works and I was like, can, can you guys – Please finally explain how a body works. Body works. I sure hope it does. <laughs> I sure hope it does. I was like, mine does it the way it's supposed to, so maybe you guys can. And they told me to get out. <laughs> That's a place where you can just go take a bath. Yeah. What a cool store at the mall. <laughs> you can rent a bath. <laughs> I don't know if the, that's how bath and body works. Yeah. Is that you pay them. You bring the body. You bring the body the and they do the work. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't even have to be your own. Yeah. <laughs> that's like a massage parlor. <laughs> yeah. They work on bodies. They work on bodies. Yeah. A lot of doctors work on bodies. Again, not allowed back at the massage parlor. No. I had a huge kink in my back and the guy pushed on my on my back and it compressed my tummy. <laughs> Another. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah another another cloud situation um he evaporated they are uh, they're still trying to figure it out there is a gofundme out there we're raising money to shoot andy into space (laughs) (laughs) yeah well the the massage he didn't like it wasn't like he melted 
No. Because there was no trace of him no. afterwards. So they're they're working under the assumption that whatever particular cloud came out of me at that point has transportational um, Yeah, and uh, we don't know where we don't he know went. Where, yeah. Sometimes his wife can hear him. It sounds like he's in the walls. Yeah, but they've, but like, not. torn. He's they've not torn, there. Yeah, they, she goes in the drywall. He's not there. Yeah. It's. There's like there's like these weird pockets of like yellow cloud in their house yeah. sometimes and she can faintly hear him. We back were under there. the impression that he was here but like 8 seconds yeah. in the future, but we have no way of testing that. <laughs> yeah. She t- she tied herself to her kitchen sink and ran through one of the yellow clouds yeah. she saw one time, but she just came out on the other side. Yeah. It's she, <laughs> she 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 like briefly as she was going through the cloud, she saw uh, she saw like um like warp space yeah. like like what you see in like virtuosity or whatever <laughs> like some crazy movie from the 90s about the internet she yeah. went like but she she came straight out the other end so like it wasn't enough of the cloud i've blown some of those vape clouds that'll do that <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i know i don't know how to make those the clouds, thinking man. man's vape cloud <laughs> that's the thinking man's vape cloud so long story short yeah they don't know what's going on. <laughs> it would be it would be an incredible inconvenience if you got married and started this wonderful life with someone and then they became a cloud. <laughs> yeah, I feel terrible. Yeah. But like cuz er- you got to raise your kids now be- I, yeah. because you feel so bad. <laughs> the judge told me the judge said that because she doesn't think that she has the mental capacity to take care of the kids now yeah. that her husband was disappeared by a belch cloud, that I am legally responsible for them. Yeah, you've got a loud dad and a cloud dad now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they, they call me loud dad. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm your loud dad and this yeah. cloud from the future is your real dad. Yeah, he's he's somewhere. He'll yeah. come back eventually. Or not. One of the kids has a one really big thumb now because of another cloud incident. Yeah, yeah, big thumb and little thumb. That's how yeah. you tell them apart. Yeah. So nothing, nothing. And you happened. have a favorite. You like one more. Than I like the big other. thumb. Yeah, because yeah. like uh, he, he can do funny tricks. You know, he can make it look like like hitchhiker when he. He's one of the hitchhiker. best hitchhikers. Yeah. yeah, he got big thumb. Uh, I don't. I don't need. Uh, I don't need to like hammer nails into my. Like he can just push nails into the wall like a thumbtack. He doesn't need to buy foam fingers at sporting events because he's already got a red big thumb. That's right. So foam fingers rock. Have you ever? <laughs> why did we stop? Why did we stop foaming body parts at the I finger? Know. <laughs> Have you ever successfully hung on to one of those? I oh, yeah. bought a lot of those. I, I don't know where they go. I've had a couple of them, but like I, I don't. I, yeah, I don't know. I feel Where like they were they... in. I last time I remember them is in my like childhood closet at my old house yeah. or something. On like the I would top like shelf. go get one and, like, at like, I don't a know where they game yeah, or whatever, yeah. and then I would come home and it would, I just, it would disappear. Uh, yeah. That is your, your parents realizing that it, it's a ephemera and it doesn't need to be yeah. in the house anymore. <laughs> Absolutely. I, I like my all, parents won't the... admit it to me, but I think they threw away stuff. Oh yeah, and I, I'll ask them. And I'm like, did you secretly throw away my shit? And they'd yeah. be like. No, we would never. We have been. For They'll take it to their decades grave. at this absolutely. point. Absolutely, <laughs> like yeah, they absolutely have thrown away some of my garbage. <laughs> absolutely, I uh um when I was a young like toddler, uh, I had a binky, mm-hmm. and you got getting about to the age where you're not supposed to suck on one of those anymore, right? And my mom had me. At, we were like at a McDonald's, and she was giving me like a piece of garbage to go walk across the restaurant and throw it away. And I was like having fun with it. It's like, here's a cup. Here's a, a wrapper. Here's some napkins. And then she handed me my binky and I threw it away. And she was like, he never talked about it ever again. It's just like, that was the end. of That's it. incredible. Yeah. Kids, uh, <laughs> you got grifted. I got grifted into throwing away my own suck toy. You got grifted into throwing I, away. We'll your talk favorite about this thing. on another episode of the Simpsons. Now but- I'm 30 and I, it's, I, <laughs> It's like thousands of dollars a year in suck toys. You know, you yeah, don't just you suck on you suck on doorknobs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I we'll talk about this on another episode of, of this podcast when we get to the episode yeah, of the Simpsons. Yeah, you suck I, on doorknobs. Yeah, Andy sucks on doorknobs. Yeah, he sucks on doorknobs. Yeah. He buys when, whenever you hear somebody say that he can suck the brass off of a doorknob or yeah. suck the chrome off of a tail. They're literally yeah. talking about me because yeah, yeah. that's one of my favorite hobbies. I'll bet I'll go yeah, to the bar. Andy has some metal poisoning. Yeah. I'll go <laughs> that's part I'll of the tennis. You know, some people will like pool shark, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like go to a pool hall and like fake being bad at pool and then <laughs> rip people off. Right. 
I'll go to a bar and pretend to be bad at sucking stuff, and then I'll be like, I bet you can't. I, I you bet me I can't suck the chrome off a off a hitch pipe. And they're like, yeah, right. You were so bad at sucking all that other stuff you were sucking on. There's no way you could suck the chrome off a tailpipe. And then I do it. <laughs> you made you made eight dollars like, doing that. They're like, they're all these assholes, dumb shits at the bar. Like this guy's been sucking on so many things over here, and he's bad as hell at it. He can barely suck juice out of a lemon. They say because I was teasing him. I I was can barely, barely suck juice out of a lemon. And guess what? I was I was bare. I intentionally I was barely sucking on that lemon. <laughs> I'll make a big deal of it. Like, uh, I, I was thirsty. I was so thirsty. I can't even get juice out of this lemon. Like, so bad at sucking it. And I turn and I suck all that crumb off that tailpipe. And they, I just watch their faces <laughs> turn white and as a ghost. When they realize they got to pay you Cause, $8. Because they have to. They have to Someday they're just going to start the car. $8. And <laughs> they have to, yeah. Don't act like that hasn't happened. <laughs> Yeah, Trump guy watching me. I'm halfway through the chrome. He's like, he's doing it. He's doing it. He tries to get away. I got a big, big mouthful of soot. And he rolled coal too, so it was just like big black cloud of awful right in my face, right down the gullet. That guy was rolling coal right into my head. He knew what he was doing. That's like smoking a cigar. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sucking sucking a a tailpipe out of a big truck that rolls coal it's just that's just bad for you is i want to do banana in the tailpipe situation like eddie murphy yeah. the hills cop my problem whenever that happens to me is that banana not big enough right so you put the banana in the tailpipe it just sits in there right so <laughs> i either need a smaller tailpipe or a way like a bigger banana or something way bigger of a banana and sometimes you get hungry, and then you eat the banana. Yeah, and bananas are nice. That tailpipe's looking pretty good. And then and you just have to grow up the tailpipe. Right and then you suck the fucking tailpipe. Banana with a tailpipe oh, chrome yeah. chaser. I don't, know. I don't know if you would. Andy's not allowed at the car dealership. I'm not allowed at the car dealership anymore. He's not allowed. The car dealership eat. nearest me just stopped selling chrome on yeah. the tailpipes. They're like, if this guy's gonna keep doing this, we'll just sell regular tailpipes. Yeah, for Andy's birthday, just get him an old. Bumper from an old Chevy <laughs> yeah, or whatever, and just let him go nuts on. in the yard. Keep him busy for an hour. He's banned from both the dump and the scrapyard. Yeah, <laughs> for the same reasons. Yeah, some of the same reasons. Medically, for both. Yeah, yeah. I'm medically banned from the dump. <laughs> my doctor, my, my doctor prescription, not I, allowed to go to the dump. If I get pricked by one more thing at the dump, it could it could uh, open up. I an could entire, blow. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I could take out Southeast Michigan. I'm. It's like a walking blister. Yeah, you just you don't want. I am one. You don't want that to land <laughs> yeah. because the blast radius could, you know. Yeah, it could be disgusting. Welcome to Homerphilia. Welcome to Homerphilia. <laughs> Welcome to Homerphilia. Hey, we're talking about the Simpsons. Are uh, we? <laughs> we are into uh, the the uh, the eighth episode of season four, uh, titled "A New Kid it's on the when Block." We're at the fourth episode of season eight. Yeah. Right. Uh, Bart falls in love with his new next door neighbor, young teenager Laura Powers. Yeah. Uh, but try as he might, Bart can't get Laura to take interest in him uh, romantically, and is heartbroken when he finds out Laura is in love with Jimbo Jones. Uh, so we are now a couple notes here. We're on episode overall episode sixty-seven. Uh, we're in November nineteen ninety-two, uh, and uh, this is, I believe, I'm going to check right now, but I believe this is the first official written by Conan O'Brien. Uh, yeah, episode. I know. Well, he's he's, he's definitely been, in, been on the he's staff. He's been on the staff, but this is the but, first lead yeah. lead written. So the way like him, the way it works, sitcoms like this have a huge staff of writers. Yes, and no no episode it's like front to back written by one person, but right. somebody will be they'll pitch they'll pitch story ideas, uh, and they'll have like a big meeting where they like try to get a bunch of loose ideas for episodes, and they'll be like you are going to be responsible for this one. And somebody will write like a first draft uh, of a loose idea that the writing room had. And then they'll all work together to like mold it into something and punch it up. Yeah. But uh, so I, I just checked. Yes, this is his first official written by credit, like lead, lead written by credit. So good for him. Very good. Very what a funny good. guy. He's one um, of the funniest. Which is funny because we brought that up because I had said, oh, that feels like such a yeah. feels like such a Conan thing. And then Andy, while we were watching yeah. it, said, yeah. 
Uh, they said, I don't remember what he said. Uh, and I says, there were so many and so I, I says. says yeah. so, so I says, says to him, I says. So I says that's to him, a, I says. Yeah, they do that a lot. They do. Uh, so I says to Mabel, I says. Yeah, yeah. that's a classic Bart line. Uh, it's just like one time. He says it twice in one episode. He like he says it, and then Homer distracts them, and the scene happens, and then he comes back to Lisa at the end of the yeah. scene, and the scene just ends with him going again like, oh, yes. Yeah, so, uh, so I says to Mabel, I says. Uh, oh, there's, a, there's one part where – Bart is trying to act older for uh, this girl he has a crush on, and he's dressed up like Hugh Hefner, and he's got a little um, pipe that when he blows on it, bubbles come out of it. Yep. This episode aired in Thailand, and they blurred out the pipe because, <laughs> like, <laughs> it was. Uh, I think it's a Raiders logo was, on the NWA. <laughs> they just had to. <laughs> they had to like because of like I don't know if it was specifically smoking or uh, specifically a kid smoking. They had to blur out what he was like. If I saw that as a kid, I saw somebody take something in their mouth and blow on blow into it, and it, they pixelated it. My mind would wander yeah, into absolutely. like some of the darkest corners. Yeah. There was there's one I remember like in eighth grade or whatever, a Limp Biscuit song came out and one of the lyrics was like, uh, you'll be leaving with a blood stain. Yeah. And on the radio and on TRL they they bleeped out the word blood. And so like me as a twelve year old, like, what kind of stain? Yeah. It. You'll be leaving. Yeah. With what kind of like? Am I like? I racked my brain trying to think of what what kind of awful stain will they have had to blur that word out? Probably shit stain. It would shit stain come. Probably shit your pants. Come like, in your pants come, or whatever. But like, what what could it have been that they had to not let me hear it? Just probably just shit. Let me hear just blood hear me about stain. the shit and come. It would have been so much healthier for me to just know that it was a blood stain. Yeah. You like blood even back then. Blood. It's one of the body's greatest accomplishments. <laughs> <laughs> Who are you selling blood to? What is, uh, I don't know. Don't get him started. Don't get him started. Write a tagline for blood. <laughs> one, of, one of the body's greatest accomplishments. One blood. of the body's many fluids. Yeah. It's like Gatorade for the body. <laughs> blood. Just do Gatorade it. Gatorade is Gatorade for the body. <laughs> <laughs> Gatorade is Jewish. blood for the blood for the body gatorade is blood for the soul gatorade is blood for the tummy and blood is blood for the rest of the body because i've learned the hard way the more blood you have in your tummy the more sick you feel if gatorade is food for the body then blood is gatorade for the vampire Ooh, there you go. Right? Okay. That I'm I'm, I'm understanding the transitive properties now. Can a vampire suck himself <laughs> if he's really hungry? If he gets a rib removed. <laughs> if he gets a rib <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. No. That's just a rumor I heard. <laughs> yeah. That's not even real. Yeah, just one vampire in our neighborhood. Yeah. Everybody got, knows that. He got a rib removed to suck him. <laughs> Everybody suck knows that. <laughs> We've all talked about it. Yeah. Everybody if you're knows. really hungry as a vampire, do you, can you eat your own, or are you out of it? You don't got any. You don't got. They any. don't got any. They don't got. They any. don't got none. No. They don't got blood. Ooh, listen to this. The episode's original subplot was intended to include Don Rickles uh, presenting oh, really? a for Dennis show. the Menace too. For yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, for doing what? He was he was gonna present an award, and Homer was gonna laugh at his jokes uh, until R- Rickles ridicules him. And they were going to fight and, and end up having to – they were going to go to court. Uh, despite Conan O'Brien and other production staff being sure that Rickles would appear in the episode, he was reportedly upset by the concept of the storyline as he did not wish to be portrayed as a mean guy. He's the king of mean, right? Yeah, he's the insult comic. So they had to they had to scramble to write that whole – The fish, the all-you-can-eat yeah, fish. Yeah, but that – That's a great That's a great – so much funnier. It's a great subplot. It also feels like – I don't know. It so, feels like they leaned in really hard yeah. to it. Like they they were not. They made a bunch of grown uh, jokes, this is which for are great. Sure, yeah. This is for sure uh, the first time we see the sea captain. Absolutely. Well, I I mean, part of me thinks we saw him in like the background, Maybe in the background, like an eye on Springfield or something like that. Yeah, and that he's like an or something like that. But we I've never heard him talk, and I've never heard Brian uh, Dutchman before. No, those are absolutely new for me. So they they that is incredible that they 
turned around and had to write a whole new subplot, and it's that funny. They Homer Homer's incensed that he gets kicked out of an all you can eat fish and seafood place. And he takes the he takes the sea captain to court. Yeah, I mean it's an it's chaotic and yeah. crazy. It's so bloody. <laughs> like there's a there's a bunch of good court bits. Oh my like, god! Like I that that is one of my this... favorite things in comedy is to take like a real thing like a courtroom drama and make it a completely ridiculous. Like all these people taking so seriously that this guy ate too much shrimp. <laughs> Lionel Hutz is such a treat. In this episode. Yeah. yeah. He's yeah. been, a, this is the second week in a row we've had Lionel Hutz. Yeah. Now the Bart plot, Andy, you, you could really relate to because you used to be um, smitten by an older woman who would not pay attention to you, Nancy Reagan. Yeah. And you guys would hang out and she would give you wet willies and you had a huge crush on her and she just, and she, she, yeah. I mean, like she, we got to we got really to the end, and it seemed like everything was gonna be like we were gonna run off together. She's like, "I've never let anybody do this, but I want you to eat me out," and, <laughs> and I did it, and I did it, and, and and I was like, "That that was amazing. I've I've never done anything like that before, and I've I've never had anything like that done to me." And she started buttoning up, and I was like, "Oh," and then she's like. I gotta go. Ron, Ron needs dinner, and I was like, "Well." She said she did. She said Ronnie need din din. Ronnie needs din din, and I was like, "Well, well, uh, well uh, it can't like he's got like he's got secret security and stuff." And she's like, "Well, I need to like chew it up and like baby bird it to him, it, yeah. and he won't let anybody else do it." And he had because he, he had been famously diagnosed with soft teeth. He has soft. He has Some soft. Of- he had, was medically diagnosed with soft teeth and soft mind yeah and like if <laughs> you can't tell because they look like but if you touch them it they they're, put, they're yeah. like rubbery it's they like really they feel like um they like feel like peeps. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and like he that is so, just you so but he, yeah so she had a baby bird was like i got a baby bird to him and that's he, why he could never eat her out yeah yeah he, he would like he he would say well he would tell her even if my teeth weren't like this there's I wouldn't no do way it. there's I'm, no yeah. way he was like a man's a man's place is not to have his head in a crotch yeah, that's what he would say and I was like, well, I love you, Nancy, and, and I like, please don't leave me right now. And she was like, I gotta go. Ronnie, Ronnie needs me. Uh, and um, and I call. I was calling her and calling her and writing her letters. And um, and then she finally, years later, got back to me, and she was like, she told me, all I ever wanted to do with you is hit it and quit it. Oh my God, that's devastating. Yeah. Now, you said when she would baby bird food to Ronnie, you said it was chilly, right? Yeah, she, she would, would, she baby would mash it up really, like, as much as she even could. even the, like, the soft ground beef and stuff was too hard Too hard, so she would mash peeps. it up so much till it was almost just, like, a, a brown water. Yeah, and then like she would thin brown it. gravy. She would geek it, gleek it. <laughs> she, would, <laughs> she would get it she under would, her she, <laughs> she would chew it so much that she could gleek it yeah. into his mouth. <laughs> She'd do it from across the and room. And he would eat it like like a hamster at, a, at his yeah. like watering trough. He would he would yeah. like he would get all the way up to her mouth and she would gleek it and just in little tiny spurts and he would he would she had to do that out of it. three times she a day. She had to do it three times a day. Only a whole chili. bowl of chili. Yeah. She had to gleek it and it took four and a half hours each time. No, she couldn't do crack because yeah. of sour cream you or cheese the, or anything. If you, do, if you do the math there, the, that's like fourteen hours <laughs> of the day was Yeah, spent that's gleek. a lot. I mean yeah. and so she would come over and she would come over and, and like and 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 it was like every like every time it was like I got like like we would get hot and heavy and it's like I love you and it's like I'm gonna spend the rest of my life with you and then she would slowly start to say like like I know like I know we've been in this situation before but I promise if you if we start there we're gonna we're gonna explore mm-hmm. more stuff and I'd I'd eat her out and, <laughs> and I'd like I'd really go to town I was getting better and like the more I did it like the stronger my jaw got and I was like I would get more and more and it more and more and every time every time she'd be like wow now i gotta go gleek some chili (laughs) that's why ronald reagan didn't have a better career as an actor because they would have to stop for filming for nancy reagan to gleek all that chili in his mouth he usually slept like eight or nine hours a day yeah so we're talking about she well the breakfast she would gleek into his mouth while he was asleep. Yeah, he would sleep uh, standing up. They would have him on like a like a dolly, like Hannibal Lecter. <laughs> <laughs> They'd wheel him yeah. into the room standing up. Yeah, 
and for and, like and for like three and a half years. He had, like, he had a leather mask too, but his yeah. kept his mouth kept open. His mouth open. Yeah. yeah, I moved him so while. the spit could get in. Yeah. instead of not out. Yeah, <laughs> I moved to Washington D.C. I quit my job. I moved to Washington D.C. to be closer to her. Because uh, I really thought that this was going to be it for me. Like, yeah. she pr- promised me we're going to run away together. And She's like, strung you along for decades. For decades. For decades. Um, and for a while, I was living uh, in the shed behind their house. And I made it nice. Yeah. Uh, um, and, and every single time, it would be like, I love you. I the shed behind the White House? Yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. Just making <laughs> yeah. sure. Yeah. Okay, cool. It looks, I kept the White House yeah, tools yeah, and yeah. stuff. Cool, 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 <laughs> like cool, cool. a shed for, like, tools. Right. And, and the yeah. lawnmowers in there with the yeah. guy, you know. Just and, like, sure. like, old foot, like, old nuclear footballs that they don't yeah, use yeah, anymore. Yeah, the old, <laughs> like, the there's a big models. stack of, big stack of uh, solid, turned, solid metal briefcases. You turned the old nuclear footballs into a folding. It's really dark. Because the old nuclear footballs, you can't fill them up anymore. There's one, there's one, there's one secret service guy that is dedicated to the nuclear football until it becomes obsolete and he's he's handcuffed to it he started a, and he's uh, dedicated his life to it so all those old nuclear footballs they just have a skeleton handcuffed to them. yeah and it's really scary <laughs> and for andy lived, to sleep in i there. know and i would pretend i would try to convince myself that they were halloween decorations but they obviously weren't they were not there's a big difference between a, a spooky plastic you lived in the catacombs of the white house I lived in the catac- yeah i didn't want to call them catacombs but yeah like <laughs> the underground shed <laughs> And, and like once a day, you come over and it's like, I, like I love you, and like I want to spend life with you, and we're gonna run away together. And I love that we can just talk and like and like eat ice cream, and that I can really be myself around you. And she would slowly start to like she would she would put her hand around my shoulder, and then like as we were talking, like she would put little little more pressure on it, and suddenly like her hand would like start mm-hmm. to go up to my head and. There's a little more, 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 more pressure, more pressure, Clancy. more pressure. I would finally get the hint, and she, and I was like, oh, um, oh, that's what you want, oh, that's what you want, and, so, and I was like, maybe today we could start with something else, like some kissing. No, she said, she was like, well, she was, I was like, I was like, well, t- t- like your tongue too, like maybe we could kiss, and she's like, no, no, I, no, you're like, I have to save my mouth strength for the glee king. Yeah. And I was like, okay, well, maybe like, maybe we can like um, rub each other. And she's like, no, my fingers are so f- frail, I can't do that. And I was like, well, maybe, you know, I like, I'm, and now, you know, I'm a fully grown virgin, and like, I've never, I've, I'm in love with you, and I would love to be able to express it physically. And she's like, you can with that fucking mouth of yours. <laughs> <laughs> you can with that fucking pie hole, buddy. <laughs> So then I would do it, and, I would, and she was like, "Okay, listen, I got, I have a little more time than normal today. So if you do that for a while, then we can for sure like explore other parts of our body." And I was like, "Okay, like that sounds good." And then I would get done, and, and I was like, "All right, get the fuck out of here." <laughs> She'd give me a slap on the ass. Yeah, like, get out of here. This is this is. I gotta go chew up some more chili for uh, my. Mo- this is unrelated, but speaking of. <laughs> How? I always uh, unrelated. I, it rem- the chili and shit. Uh, Reminded me of I worked in this restaurant, and there was a like a minestrone soup that we had, and I, mm. it had peas in it. God, mm. I haven't had a minestrone soup in so long. Go on. The soup had the soup had peas in it. Oh, I haven't had peas in so long. Go on. Um, <laughs> <laughs> There's this guy who would come in and he'd be like, "I like the minestrone, but I don't like the peas." And the restaurant was like, I, "We they were going to eventually, you know, close a few months from then." So I the. I mean, the owner would make us pick the peas out, like put on put on gloves and take peas out of hot soup. So I would dig through a bowl of soup and pull out all the peas for this old man to eat. (laughs) Can you imagine being like, I would tell him, I'm like, I'm going to put on gloves and like finger through this minestrone soup. He's like, yeah, I don't want the peas. The idea that you can discern enough the peas from any other vegetable in a soup is comical to me. This is really upsetting because most of the time at, uh, that I lived at the White House. Yes, my dinner was like beef flavored mushy peas, and I'm yeah. starting to connect the dots here. Yeah, in a way that is really deeply upsetting. Yeah, because she would say like uh, it, it's medic, it's like it's like scientifically proven that the the uh, best food for like jaw strength is is peas that have been steeped in beef juice. Yeah. 
And beef peas. Beef peas. She called it. He's like, here's a little beef peas. And I was like, why don't you just give these to Ronnie? Because like these seems like maybe he could chew this himself. And she's like, no, 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 no. I got to I got to No, his teeth are like peas. You yeah. can't do that. It's, it's peas on peas. Yeah. You can't, you can't do, do that. that. You can't do that. You can't do that. He's He needs me. He needs me. And, and I was like, I just want to express myself physically to you. And she's like, you they would have a lot of people don't know this. They had, uh, you know, they always have body doubles of leaders and stuff. Yeah. stuff happens. They had a body double for Ronald Reagan when he need needed to be seen eating stuff in public. Yeah. They would have the they would ha- they would call him Teeth Ronnie, and he mm-hmm. would come in, and he was crazy. He was crazy. <laughs> they Te- couldn't rein him in. His teeth <laughs> were too hard. Teeth Ronnie. Well, Teeth Ronnie was a scientific experiment gone wrong. They they tried to clone Ronald Reagan, yeah. but um, he came out beautiful set of teeth. Uh, but yeah, a horrible, they, well, because they tried to, they were like, what is a, an animal famous for its teeth? Shark. And they tried to like scientifically yeah. cross those wires. And what they got was he got, really upsetting. He got great teeth. No bones. Yeah. yeah. No bones. No bones. Like all, cartilage. Yeah. <laughs> all cartilage. All cartilage and just a brain full of murder. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, and not would, to mention, he, he could smell blood from yeah, like a he, mile he away. He can't sleep. Yeah. No. So, yeah. can you imagine just he an insomniac, yeah. all cartilage? Yeah. Half of his brain was asleep at any given moment. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Trying to murder. And that was the yeah. same of the regular Ronald Reagan. Yeah, I as know. Well. Yeah, they were, honestly, their temperament was uh, pretty much the same. The uh, one you could just bite really hard. Yeah, one got malleable teeth. One got malleable body. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and when they thought that, like, I don't know, they were concerned for um, his safety, they would they would tag in cartilage, Ronnie, because yeah. you can, it's, you know. All of uh, his favorite Secret Secret Service guys, though, they got really cool Reagan <gasps> teeth necklaces. <laughs> that is cool. Yeah. That's how you know someone's cool in elementary school if they got a shark tooth necklace or a president tooth necklace. They don't, like, they covered it up really good, but um, uh, Shark Ronnie got loose in Topeka, Kansas one time and ran, like, rain terror down on them for, like, three or four weeks. Yeah, uh, uh, they had, they contained it into Topeka, but he tore he well, tore apart like that, seventy people. That place is not equipped to deal with a shark. They've no. never had to, and no. that's why he felt like he could really go nuts. <laughs> yeah, there. he went nuts there. They have none of the normal protections yeah. that a, a town that's normally dealing they didn't with have, sharks. There, it was like a net free town. They yeah. didn't have a single net. Absolutely. I mean, they're landlocked, so they <laughs> rarely have to deal with this situation. Yeah. So. Um, you, you can hear stories uh, um, in Topeka, like a, like a mythical creature called like Shark Man. That's, That's that was Ronald Reagan's body double. <laughs> <laughs> now, I had to eat Nancy out extra during that because yeah, she was she so was stressed. stressed. Out. So that I was happy. I was happy to. We were eating three time. square meals a day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, now you know when she was stressed, I was happy to do it. But so when we were just like in lovers' embrace and and. Tenderly talking about how we were going to spend well, the rest of our life. She'd slap you around after she was, yeah, oh, yeah. too, and that yeah. is degrading. Yeah. She, <laughs> she would, I would finish up, and I was like, you know, oh, that was that was nice. Can, can we can we continue exploring our bodies? And she would slap me and say, not with that potty mouth. <laughs> <laughs> go she brush would, your teeth. Go brush your teeth, you sick fuck. Your breath smells you, like you, shit. Your breath smells like pussy. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking loser! You fucking <laughs> slut! Your breath smells like stupid loser. She would call me a slut. Yeah, that was disrespectful. Like, it was really of her. disrespectful of her. She would pee in my mouth sometimes <laughs> on purpose. <laughs> like I was like, "You're not gonna do it this time, right?" Because I like I'm putting in a lot of work down there. And she's like, "I promise she's not to ho- do it." Historically, a dehydrated woman. Yeah, too. <laughs> I know. So, like, it's dark and viscous. this isn't like. This isn't like the no. way in before a wrestling beat or what. This no, is this is like a thick amber liquid. <laughs> <laughs> this is uh, it's it's broth. Yeah, consistency. She did it on purpose, and I, yes, I was did. fine with it most of the time. But sometimes it got on my nerves. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, understandably so. <laughs> yeah, you know. Yeah. Drink a glass of water once in a while, Nancy. Yeah. No, or just I like, can't because I have like, to recall this chili to my husband's Like, mouth. tell me we need to take a break and go take care of that in the bathroom because, like, you know, because I don't want to have to change my sheets every time we do this. <laughs> That's the thing about powerful people. They don't have to get up when they have to piss their shit. <laughs> no, they no. just do it wherever they, they are. They got a team of guys. That, honestly, they don't tell you uh, uh, They don't tell you about that part of the White House, but, like, pop, like – like powerful foreign dignitaries, they just piss and shit wherever. Yeah. They got people to do it for them. Yeah, there's like you know, there's like no, they don't ha- they don't get up, they don't have to. So Nancy, you would go down there, she'd take a shit, yeah. she'd take a shit. There's just like just what there's like one guy whose job it is to follow the Queen of England around and just like a, with a little dustpan yeah. and broom and just wipe up her filth as she walks around. That dustpan is one of the most 
prized possessions yeah. in the history it's of di- the it's jewel imperialism. Yeah. yeah, it's got some of the family's most rare diamonds around the yeah, handle. Yeah, they they colonized like a whole continent trying to get that thing or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that was that's a big part of their history. Yeah, she just like I don't know what her diet is, but it just comes out in like little like little compact balls. Yeah, she <laughs> eats uh, like uh, like the dry pellets. Yeah. Yes, yeah, she eats like rabbit. Pellets. Yeah, <laughs> that's a lot of you know, a lot of not a lot of people know that like what the Queen of England eats is like what comes out of that little machine at the yeah. petting zoo when you put yeah. a quarter in it, yeah. <laughs> and you, she has to give quarters. Yeah, 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 it's crazy, but that's all she eats. Yeah, she uh, <laughs> a lot of humans don't try to eat that, but. No. Somewhere along the line, mm-hmm. the monarchy got hooked on it. That's what they, yeah. That's, that's it's their what, divine right to eat the food yeah, for goats can, or whatever. They can, eat, they can eat goat food if they want. <laughs> yeah. it's, like, they're the most powerful people in the world. Yeah, if they want to eat goat food, yeah. who, who's going to get in their way? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who's going to tell them no? Like, a normal person? No, that's a somebody president. Yeah, it's chilly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> somebody without 40 pounds of diamonds on their head? <laughs> no. That, that was that was all cut out of the Oprah thing because it was yeah, well, deep too the explosive. Yeah, <laughs> it, was, it was deep too explosive to to let the general public know that the queen is just scarfing down a bunch of goat food. But we're here to tell you the truth. Yeah, that's <laughs> what she wants. And at the end of the day, don't we want people to just pursue what they want? What are yeah. those? When I go, when you go to the petting zoo, what are you feeding them? Compressed grass. I think. <laughs> <laughs> I think somebody. I think. Um, uh, that was a it was a summer job I had for a while where I would just like squeeze grass. Right. Into- <laughs> it's like if you put enough pressure and and heat on a coal, it'll turn into a diamond. If you just squeeze grass really hard, it'll turn into a little brown turd, a little silly, brown yeah, little, cylinder, little brown pellet for the queen. Yeah, yeah. A little shovel. She shovel can't get enough of that mouth. shit. No, no, no. Well, she. I mean, it's not particularly nutritious so her body's <laughs> yeah. craving minerals and yeah. stuff that she does not have vitamins so she's just always she's eating that and ice chips and that's it yeah and that's why they do most of her nutrients through an iv but... <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that she gets gleeked into yeah, her they gleek most, an IV into most her. Po- like most pe- heads of state get their food gleeked to them <laughs> it's a little known fact that's like that's tough because like like um putin uh, demands to eat whole food, but he demands it be gleek to him. So there's there's Russians who uh, are trained from birth to be able to gleek like a whole lamb chop. Into yeah, like mouth. in like three <laughs> floors underneath the Kremlin, there's a whole there's a city of these guys yeah, just training children to like like gleek whole like racks of lamb and and whatever into <laughs> they uh, train until they're like 30 years old yeah and putin will just fucking like, well you putin will just pop one in the face if he doesn't yeah. make the the shot yeah you think about how hard it is to gleek just a little bit of water if you're thinking about like gleeking a t-bone steak we're gonna get black no. bagged for this one <laughs> <laughs> all the other ones are fine this one i'm gonna get taken away in yeah. a van yeah we're not <laughs> well we're really into touchy subject matter now <laughs> These people do not want you to know how much. They don't want to know about the rank of land from the kids. Yeah, they don't want. They don't want you to know how different they are from you. But they are, folks. <laughs> they are. They're, they're not like us. They're not like us. They eat food weird, <laughs> and they make their lovers eat them out and never reciprocate in any way whatsoever. Piss in their mouths. Piss in their mouths and slap them in the face and tell them to brush their teeth because they smell like pussy. <laughs> <laughs> I, I eventually you know it was i i realized it was an abusive relationship eventually emotionally and physically yeah she's stronger than she looks she's stronger than she looks um and i got out of there um and she um she hunted me down until the day she died under strange circumstances yeah i had uh, to i had to i was constantly on the move uh for years uh, but i i, I I made it out of life. Lived her. I outlived her. <laughs> I outlived her. And that's uh, really all you want when it comes to yeah. exes. You just want to outlive them. Yeah. I uh, I think enough time has passed to let everybody know that she caught up to me. But I had a friend in uh, the CIA who gave me um, uh, like false lips. Mm. Uh, and I, I did the deed one last time, scraped it off, 
there was poison on there. Classic. I poisoned her. <laughs> wow. Did she die? And that's why they did a closed casket funeral from the waist down because because yeah. it, it looked was all fucked. Yeah, up. it looks like it looks like my rash yeah. does now. <laughs> it did ultimately yeah. ruin your body as yeah, well, yeah. but it was worth I, it. I I mean, like the the false lips thing. Um, it kept most of that out of me, but that was the start to my poison. Like once you get a little poison in you, you have like you gotta keep it going to maintain uh, a certain level. Yeah. So I got a little bit of that poison in my system, and I've had I've had to chase that dragon for and the if last. If you're here from our other podcast to check <laughs> in and see what this show is about, <laughs> we talk about The Simpsons every week. Oh yeah, I would love it if we get like 50 people to come over from alive, and this is their first it, episode, uh, or something tr- works out later on in our lives, and people go back to this. <laughs> this is the clip. <laughs> This is the clip that gets gets uh, people critical of Andy of being in an abusive relationship with Nancy yeah. Reagan. <laughs> the catacombs of the White House. Yeah. What was he talking about? Oh, let's let's just go on record and say that we, you know this is a comedy podcast, but all of that was true. Every, <laughs> Every last bit of part of it was like, true. We, we have, joke around about other stuff, yeah, but that real. was all true. Uh, but yeah. seriously, we have so we have so much fun here. But. Every last bit of that was, but that was all true. Yeah. Everything all was of true. it, and you can confirm Mostly it. And I swear true. on it, you can look it up. It's on Wikipedia. It's on Wikipedia. It's there. For sure. You uh, have to. I mean, it's like it's not the normal Wikipedia. No, it's uh, qmap.pub. <laughs> <laughs> it's all on there, baby. <laughs> oh, you should peddle this theory. I, I people get behind it. People get behind it. People get behind anything if you. Say it loud like enough. Nancy Reagan, right? Nancy Reagan pissed in my mouth. Okay. Nancy, <laughs> Nancy Reagan had yeah, a kept sure. man that she would piss in his mouth. <laughs> Being kept man's crazy <laughs> energy. I was Nancy Reagan's kept man and I, she would uh, piss in my mouth on a nightly basis. <laughs> <laughs> and all I wanted was reciprocal. All I wanted was love. All I wanted was yeah. love and she she would <laughs> She was, yeah, it was like she, yeah, it was like she, uh, she gained power from denying me, uh, um, any, uh, any close. It is crazy that Some... on your resume you have just a huge chunk that says Nancy Reagan's kept piss man. Kept man. That was Nancy Reagan's kept piss boy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Wow. Simpsons. <laughs> the Simpsons. What a funny episode. This really uh, was a good. Yeah, one. this is a classic. I uh, I remember this one because like. This I think it does such a good job of capsul encapsulating that confusing energy of like having your first crush. Yeah, like like if it yep. did such a good job of I like there's there's so many depictions of like you know little kids having their first crush and stuff. Yep, I don't think any like there's so it's so hard to nail it right because it's weird and it you don't understand what's going on and you're trying especially to especially if it's not lateral if it is someone a couple years older than you yeah. you're like how i like you don't have the skill set yeah. to be cool or interesting to right. them you are a kid so you're just like what do i yeah. do and they with depicted this? they depicted very clear I, I like i like the 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 perspective we have on this episode i like the way that they portrayed this whole story uh, i like that like bart's response of how to be mature is very much like a kid's mind. What do adults do? Yeah. Like smoke yeah. my bubble bubble pipe with my robe on, you know, like that kind of stuff. Uh, Bart did some really like like kid stuff in here. Yeah, which, this like, is this is a good like. Sometimes, yeah, sometimes they like um, zhuzh Bart up a little bit, and right. make him like old yeah. or whatever. They they'll bend him to their will. This yeah. is like good, just kid energy. I like when they allow Bart to have the um, the uh, emotional. Uh, intelligence of a child. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, as the show, you know, over the last th- three full seasons and change that we've seen so far, like Bart kind of, you know, as, as the rest of the family and Homer kind of take the, the, I don't know. I want to say, I don't want to say the spotlight, but oftentimes Bart is uh, used to, make Homer into the buffoon or whatever, you know, yeah. like Bart's, you know, whether it's his like 
witty response or his comedy or his uh, rebelli- rebelling or his conning Homer into, well, if you wanted to enforce your trouble on me, you'd have to think of a punishment and enforce it and blah, 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 yeah. blah. Like all of that stuff, it, it's cool to see Bart just being a kid uh, in this one. Which, yeah. Like honestly – I, I don't know where The Simpsons goes from here. Obviously, this is my first time watching through all on this stuff. For 30 years. Yeah. Indefinitely. <laughs> but I think Bart I, I don't I can't really recall very many like Bart as a kid episodes so far outside um, of the first season. Well we yeah, we've had like first two seasons there were plenty because he was initially the like the cultural phenomenon. Right. But my point it eventually becomes more of a Homer centric show, but there are definitely more Bart centric episodes than Lisa. I just, or I don't Marge. even mean a Bart centric specifically. I mean like Bart, Bart as a kid. Centric. Yeah. I like every time that we've had a Bart episode, it's been him being like some rambunctious rebellious kid. I don't think we've really had one where he's just going through a, a you know, he's, yeah. he's kind of like the, the straight man in this episode. He's not a really a gimmick. I mean, he's kind of just playing. We get we get some fun ones of of Bart um, having an emotional yeah. arc of him being a kid, uh, and when when they do Bart episodes going forward, they they use him better than they do in the first couple seasons. Right, and I, I don't think I mean I I think I can feel. You know, it has been relatively sporadic. Like like you said today while we were watching, they haven't figured Mo out yet. Yeah. That kind of stuff. And I think like now I'm starting to really see what that actually means. Like Homer is starting to feel consistent at, yeah. finally. Mm-hmm. Like it feels like Homer they figured out. It feels pretty – I mean Marge is feeling pretty consistent as well. Yeah. Lisa, for me, they still – they, I don't, I don't know yet. I, I, cause, yeah. cause the way people talk about Lisa as like really smart, like feminist activist kind of stuff. She's not like, she's had those moments, but that's not like yeah. her being yet. Yeah. And I know I on the only thing I know Bart as, uh, is the punk rebellious kid, you know? And it, it, there's a little bit more of the Bobby Hill kind of attitude of him being, you know, a little bit, okay. Exploring different things and stuff. Yeah. That's been nice. But I, I mean, Again, it doesn't really feel like they've tried to really identify him beyond that. Yeah. And I think this episode really feels like uh, a turning point for that, which is cool. Yeah. What a sad feeling of just being like 10 and there's a girl who's like 14 you got a crush on. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. No. Impossible. I can't like I can't think of any specific examples she, from she, my <laughs> life, but there were definitely years where it's like someone in the neighborhood who's older oh, and cool yeah. and like, oh, you're. Yeah. Oh, man, man. And I am. I offer nothing. <laughs> nothing. You know, I am. There's a. a like there's a, he gets introduced so uh um the neighbor sells their house this uh family moves in and uh Bart is like scaring Lisa in the neighbor basement uh they like they like, snuck in and she That's what you would call Nancy Reagan's the neighbor basement. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she like area. she sneaks up behind Bart and scares him. Uh, and he is like, this is the most beautiful girl I've ever seen. I have to say something really cool. And she's like, are you okay? And he goes, I fell on my bottom. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Um, but yeah. Um, they aren't afraid to infantilize Bart in this episode too. Like to really drive him the point that he's just a kid. Oh yeah. He has to be babysat. He has to be put to bed. Yeah. Uh-huh. Humiliating experiences when you she, want to be seen as an adult. She brings him up to the treehouse and she's dressed up, and Bart's like, Oh my God, this is it. And she brings him up there to tell him because they're friends now. I have a boyfriend, and it guts him. And I like the little, they did a little surrealist in Bart's brain where she reaches in and grabs his heart, yeah. which is another cool little. I, 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 we really haven't seen much of that in a while. I mean, because we saw yeah, we, like, we have plenty of like dream sequences yeah. and cutaways, and yeah, they, I feel like so at the beginning the in the first couple of seasons we had a, we had a lot of dream little dream yeah. sequences. We've and had um, we've, we've definitely had some, but yeah. none in the uh, none in the, like the recent. Well, yeah, I mean, last week we saw a radioactive Murray Curie, right? Yeah, that, I that mean, was but no, that was that, real. That, yeah, that felt, was real. I mean, but that felt more. I mean, I I, I like the the going into the dark wavy dream like the Mary Curie Magic Godzilla versus King Kong versus <laughs> Pierre and Marie Curie uh, yeah like that one like that's definitely Whoever like a wins, cool like lose. cutaway I, I, yeah. mean, I mean specifically that one felt like the purples and, like, the and week blues come that, out it was like Bart as a uh, adult stripper things like that yeah they do they do stuff but yeah um, 
Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I'm thinking of like the I guess the specifically like when Bart Bart um early on there was one where Bart has to get fight Nelson or something. And there's like the dream. Wait, is, wait, is Nelson Nelson's the boy? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but b- there was a dream sequence where Bart's running and he's trapped in the locker room. And it's go- when I'm, I'm specifically when Bart goes yeah. into that deep dark blue, his anxiety, his worry dream yeah. world. That seems that's a cool one that they've gone to a few times, and I like that they went back there specifically. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's a cool visual uh, for sure. I I also think that like the B plot in this episode rocks. Uh, it was like we, we we were talking about it for sure, but it's like, it, you know, the the all you can eat fish restaurant at first, and then they yeah they kick Homer out, and then they sue because yeah, and then it's a courtroom so drama funny. about they're like they're, did he eat all he can eat or not? They're all on trial testifying about Homer's gluttony, so like they drag in a bunch of bags to show people how much shrimp he ate which was and it ended up being a, a 30 here it is eighteen thousand letters for santa claus they're like no you need springfield versus chris kringle down the hall that's a funny bit um that miracle on 34th street yes. was one and then there was another reference in this episode that was yes. hilarious uh yeah uh lionel hutz is grilling marge and he's like oh, he's like it. um when you got kicked out of the restaurant what did you do next? And she doesn't want to tell him. And he's like, what did you do next? And she's like, uh, we went, we drove around all night trying to find another all-you-can-eat fish place. <laughs> and he's like, when you weren't successful with that, what did you do? Tears and in her eyes. She's crying. She goes, we went fishing. <laughs> and the courtroom gasps. And Lionel Hutz looks at the jury and goes, now, ladies and gentlemen, does, do those seem like the actions of someone who had all they could eat? That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, so funny. That is something... Line that does not appeal to me in any way, shape or form. Like there was a time in my life where I'm like, holy shit, as much food as I can get for 10 bucks. I, all you can eat is not interesting to me in any way, man. There was uh, there's that, no food. I want there all was I that, can eat. Uh, <laughs> all are you, there was a what was that the pizza was it like CC's all you can eat oh, pizza yeah. Yeah. CC's pizza was the one that really I was I, I thought the exact same thing as you until I could have all the pizza I could eat <laughs> there was one uh, me as a seventeen we used to, our that band, was one of my our, favorite things to do was Pizza Hut buffet when I was a kid Pizza Hut yeah. fucking rocks um there was a place uh by the house that our band practiced in in high school yeah uh, Mike's house and it was similar to CC's it was called American Pie and at the time. They were new and it was five dollars. And if you went to their opening thing, they gave you a keychain that made it five dollars forever. <laughs> so I could eat five dollar all you can eat mac and cheese pizza, <laughs> oh. de- like yeah. within walking distance of the house. I spend every evening. We would we would eat so pizza much pizza, yeah, every day like that. Oh, it's yeah. a miracle it. I'm alive. <laughs> Uh, you know what I thought was uh, was cool in this episode too. I I, I liked the Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street bit, but I also they they did a, a Northern Exposure bit that I thought yeah. was very oh, yeah. funny, which was at the beginning uh, the before they sold the house, the neighbor was like, "There's a few things you can do to help me uh, to help me sell this house. Don't walk uh, in front of your window with no pants on." Blah 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 blah. And one of the things is and the uh, the garbage outside is attracting animals, and then it cuts to there being a moose in the front yard, and then like the Northern Exposure style theme music yeah. starts playing in the background. It felt felt very i gotta uh, watch that show that seems yeah you gotta watch northern exposure if you you guys hear what kind of tv i like yeah no absolutely that sounds like like, my kind of i like i really enjoyed that bart went to the men in his life for like uh advice about what to do if you like a girl and both grandpa and homer have terrible terrible advice um bart's like grandpa what do you do if you let uh, have you ever liked an older woman? And Grandpa goes, <laughs> I liked, I had a crush on the oldest woman. That's Conan O'Brien energy. Uh, yeah. So, oh, yeah. he, so he tells this big long story about the oldest woman in the world that he had a crush on. And he's like, she fell in with the Guinness Book crowd. And he's like, I wore a 15 pound beard of bees for her. Very funny story. And then Homer, like Homer's like, Homer, like, Dad, what do I uh, like? What do I do if I like a girl? Or like, uh, how, like, so Homer in his brain is trying to say like, a, like a woman is like a whatever, and he fails. And he finally is like, you know what? A woman is like a beer. 
And he goes, they look good, they smell good, but you you step over your own mother to get one. And he's getting more mantic, and he's like, but you can't stop at one, so you drink another woman. And I cut to him just being wasted. <laughs> you drink another woman is a really funny line. Also, just getting hammered in front of your kid. In the daytime. <laughs> yeah. yeah, incredible. Yeah. What is a beard of bees? A beard. Uh, it's a beard of bees. Okay, so... Johnny Knoxville famously did underpants of bees. On yeah, Jackass. famously. So it turns out it's what the, the, it's it's called when a bee colony is just like migrating. They land on things and it looks like they're in a beard shape. So it's called the beard of bees. But wearing them on your face is different. Is different. Yeah. So wearing a fifteen pound beard of bees that's a that's like a that's, a, that's like a classic. That's a thinking man man's thing. that's a thinking they man's put, bit right there. They put pheromones somewhere and they all flock to them. That's a that's a stunt guy thing. Yeah. Oh yeah. Love a good stunt guy thing. <laughs> an old SGT, <laughs> an old yeah. SGT, classic SGTs. Um, favorite joke? I uh, uh, I don't really. I think I laughed the hardest at the Northern Exposure bit, um, but I did. I did really like. I don't know because I didn't. I don't think there's a specific joke in the courtroom scene, but I loved the courtroom scene. Yeah, I mean the letters bit was good. The the does that sound like I, you know what i'm gonna go with does that sound like uh someone who's had all they can eat uh i think that's, that's a my good joke that's of, a great line of the episode thinking about it it's a great line i liked um uh, <laughs> when they when they get to the all you can eat restaurant yeah homer's uh marge is looking at the menu and she's like is anything not have fish in it and the bread has fish in it everything has fish in it so she goes ah well, i guess I think I have some Tic Tacs in my purse and just so lazily the the waiter goes, ah, excellent choice. That's, that's absolutely how I've behaved at tables. Like yeah. I'm there ready. So I'm like, oh, yeah, whatever you choice. like is good. Yeah, sure. Excellent choice. I was, I was going to pick that, but as a, a secondary one, it is a similar to, joke to a couple weeks ago when Kent Brockman goes fire man's greatest foe those like weird superlatives they're looking at home and they're like nature's cruelest mistake <laughs> yeah yeah the lawyer calls the bottomless nature's the, cruelest mistake incredible what they the, remorseless, bottomless, the bottomless the remorseless peat. eating machine bottomless peat. oh yeah that's right he they, come see nature he strikes a deal mistake. he strikes a deal with the sea the sea captain where he he can have all you can eat for free and he uses him as like a sideshow attraction incredible it's great. Um, it's good up. I'm not changing my favorite up, man. Though. I thought I was gonna f- in halfway through, it, and it just like the pace didn't quite keep up. Yeah, but there's good heart in this. There's great Bart in this. <laughs> heart and Bart. Yeah. <laughs> heart and Bart. That's what I'm looking for. Heart, Bart, and a little Bart. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you're where are you sticking with the her- Homer I'm the heretic? going to stick with Homer the Heretic, but I was real yep. close. I, I, I feel exactly the same. I at the yeah, beginning I was so close. At the beginning like, I, I was it. like, I'm gonna change it, but I do think the pacing fell apart a little bit at the end. Uh and even though the crush part was very emotionally resonant, yeah, it did not have an incredibly emotional resolve. Yeah. yeah. So the, it was not as yeah. impactful. The the mo bit, like so they do uh Bart does one of his famous <laughs> phone pr- pranks and then tells Mo at the end of the phone prank, My name is Jimbo Jones, I'm at this address, which they say the wrong address. They said yeah. like ten ninety five Evergreen. Yeah. Everyone knows that the Simpsons live at of of forty two Evergreen Terror. What? What is it? Everyone knows, Andy. Oh, my God. I, I just completely. Everyone knows. Andy. I know. You just said it. Oh my uh, God. I'll look it up right now. Four, 432 Evergreen Terrace. Simpsons address. Oh, my God. I've got what do you think it is? in my head. 432. Four, uh, 742. 742 Evergreen it Terrace. It is 742. That's what it is. 742 we Evergreen got it. Ter- Terrace. Um, we got there. Yeah, they say 1049 or something like that. Something like that. Uh, um, bullshit. And then in like Mo goes into a blind rage and with a rusty knife and goes to threaten Jimbo. That whole bit, yeah, kind of fell had the episode fall apart a little bit, but but it was great. Uh, uh, but yeah, we got gonna, some fun Jimbo Jones though. Some, yeah, my uh, shirt's my shirt's chafing me. Mind if I take it off? Would you believe it? My, my pants, pants are chafing me now. 
Um, <laughs> and you did try that line on Nancy. Nancy, my pants <laughs> are chafing me. It doesn't matter. Keep them on. Yeah, she she said put more on. <laughs> yeah, put. I like when your pants. Yeah, chafing. I like when you. She goes. I like when the. I can see of your it in your eyes when you're chafing. I like when you're uncomfortable. She would tell me. Yeah, <laughs> I am not changing my episode either. By the way, <laughs> if I didn't say that before. Yeah. No. Yeah. I don't blame you. I don't blame you. You guys got uh, sponsors? Yeah, I want. Um, it's a it's a a staple around here. It's a it's a, a place that does a lot of good work and it's for a good cause. Uh, Gleekers Food Bank. Gleekers, um, yeah. It's the food bank that you go to if you're the president. You need <laughs> lamb chops and chili gleeked in your mouth. Gleeked into your mouth. You can get uh, community service hours for that. Yeah. Uh, I will go. Um, I'll go with Doctor Borg Nine's dump hazmat suits. Uh, if you really need to go to the dump, but it's not medically safe for you to root around in there, Doctor Borg Nine's hazmat suits. Andy, it's funny that you brought up the one security guard who has to guard the old uh, nuclear footballs uh, because he's actually a sponsor. He's starting a new uh, nuclear fantasy football league. Yeah, he is. Uh, so he's looking for uh, he's looking for anybody uh, who wants to join. If you are interested, just go to the shed behind the White House. Yeah. It's there. It's uh, you should consider yourself lucky because in the old days, and they don't talk about this a lot. They used to have a Secret Service guy who was handcuffed and he kept men. Yeah, <laughs> that the first ladies would have, yeah. and like when one of them died, that's just they just dragged yeah. him around for the rest. Say <laughs> like, that people don't understand. The Secret Service is sworn to protect whatever they're supposed to protect for life. Yeah, and it's they a died, secret, and it's a secret. So like their family doesn't know. Yeah, it's like the Men in Black. Like they they agree and they just disappear. And he's the yeah. first member of the kept Men in Black. I didn't. Yeah, uh, she said. I wasn't yeah, you were the first kept man. <laughs> <laughs> she said I wasn't important Agent enough to have a. my own secret service. So I guess that worked out for me. In yeah, the that's great. Yeah. Or you'd be in her tomb like a pharaoh. Or yeah. Whatever yeah. Right she, now. she said she wanted to bury me like she was going to bury herself with her cats and me. <laughs> but I got out. Wow. Yeah. Well, I think that's another episode in the books. You guys got any last words? Mm-mm. No, now no. We're, we're now we're at a loss for words. Mm-mm. All right, uh, you guys we go. Said all uh, the things we needed. We yeah, said all the, that's hey, everything uh, I wanted to say this week. Leave uh, leave us a review, uh, like and share, and follow us on the uh, the social medias. And we'll see you uh, next Wednesday and every Wednesday for the next eight, seven, seventeen years. Something like <laughs> at that. least. Yeah. Uh, see you next week. Bye. See you next Tuesday. See you next Bye. Tuesday. <laughs> Homerphilia is a member of the Planet Ant Podcast Network and was created by Andy Reid and Devin Rosenai. Developed by Andy Reid, Devin Rosenai, and Darren Shelton with technical production by Darren Shelton. For more information on this program, go to homerphilia.com.